You're listening to Faith at Work, brought to you by LymeRevive.org. Information and healing for Lyme disease. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. This is Carl Grant here with Phil Zalewski, Managing Director of the Parkwood Group. Thanks for joining us, Phil. Thanks for having me. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about your work life and the Parkwood Group. So the Parkwood Group is a sales advisory firm. Uh, having been in sales for well over 25 years, both for some very fast-growing companies as well as uh, startups, realized there is a significant, shall I say, acute need for startups and having them grow their sales and grow rapidly. And so you didn't always start out. I mean, you've had a number of startups over the years, and, and you started out as, a, as an accounting major. How did you end up here? That's actually a great that's a great story. So I started as an accounting major. When I made the transition to sales, no one would have me. Who wants, you know, who wants an accountant to, uh, to do sales? And that is, I think, what really set the fire. Like, let me show everybody that it's not what your major is or what you start at, but what you could do. And so my first sales position was selling financial application software, commission only, 100% commission. Three months into that job, they transferred me into a, a, a more traditional salary plus commission and the rest is history. Yeah. So, so, but you're, you're an entrepreneur. Yes. I, I know you as an entrepreneur yes. and, and you came to me when you had the idea for the Parkwood group and, and you said, you know, you figured out how to combine entrepreneurship yes. and sales and now you're out, you're, you're out living the dream. Yes, I am. And, and, and thank God. And it is, it is working with folks like myself. I've lived it. I, I have been there, realized the challenges of having to go from your first sale to a million dollars and then from a million to 10 million. And having the sales background was challenging enough. What I've come to learn in talking to so many, so many accelerators, investors around the country, there are many, many talented folks who come up with fantastic technologies but have idea how to get to that first customer, how to get to partners, how to create alliances, and then how to put discipline to put a program to get to that $1 million in sales. Now, I know you're also a believer. Yes. And, and t- tell me a little bit about how you came to faith. Good. Um, I came to faith as a young child, actually about six years old, uh, was brought up in a Christian household and uh, it, was, it was great. You know, at six years old, you really don't. I, I, I knew it was something different. Um, and, and what I wanted to do, I wanted to have you know, God in my heart and you know, John 3.16, all of that. Um, growing up, it was, you know, it was a kid like anyone else, um, but went to church, uh, participated in church choirs, all of that. Um, as, as a believer, and you know, did a lot of Bible memory verses. I mean, thank God for my parents that really instilled that. Um, I didn't appreciate it though, right? It was, yeah, that was that was great. I went to college, and that's where things started to change. I was, um, I went to Liberty University, uh, Jerry Falwell's uh, school, uh, Christian school. But as you can imagine, just because it's a Christian school, you get all kinds of people. Uh, I had played soccer for them. 
and uh, had just phenomenal roommates. We had, uh, having grown up in a Christian household, ironically, I go to college and all of a sudden I put the brakes on everything that I've heard and learned, like, wait a minute, I don't, let me start thinking critically about this. Just because, you know, a preacher saying this, why do I need to believe that? Let me start drilling down myself and, um, and really learned how to think critically. I had some great teachers, great instructors, great mentors, and uh, began to learn not to take things at face value, but really build the foundation uh, for your faith through there. Uh, so that's, you know, growing up as a kid. I'll, I'll continue, though. Uh, so that was great. College, you know, it was, it was fun. I didn't, you know, I didn't have the, the craziness of uh, college kids. That didn't come till after college, ironically, uh, where, okay, now I'm in the workforce. And uh, yeah, I'll just say I took maybe, you know, a step, two steps back. Things, you know, I would, I would do differently. Um, and Carl, what I've realized is how fortunate how fortunate we are as Christians. Um, this is, you know, as I said earlier, I didn't appreciate it as a kid, uh, but the peace that we have, that being in the workforce and seeing so many friends, colleagues, and, and the pain that, that they go through, and you know, they, everyone puts up a great facade, oh, it's great, it's fine, you know, party animals and all of that, but the next, day or two or three and then you hear the stories and it was at that point that I realized thank God I'm a Christian I don't you know there is when my life's over I know exactly where I'm going I mean Billy Graham when he passed away he I just loved his sayings like I was just passing through this life you know and now I'm at home and I can't I think that just summarizes it succinctly so now that you're you know many 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 years, decades, yeah. into your work life. How do you integrate your faith into your work life? Great question. Um, at first, in my work life, I didn't, right? I thought they were two separate things and never wanted to uh, have one cross the other. Uh, as I realized that I'm fortunate in that I'm, the, you know, I, I have this hope. Um, and uh, there's a, a Bible verse, I think it's First Peter 3.15, always be ready to give an answer why you have the hope, uh, or people ask you why you have this hope. Realized, you know, there are, it's incumbent on me to, you know, people ask questions. You know, why don't, you know, why don't, you know, why don't you go and party with us till 2 a.m.? Or, you know, why is it that you don't curse? Well, you know, that's the open door that then I begin to, um, I be, you know, I, I begin to just, this is why, right? This is, I have a hope. Um, and, you know, Carl, and it's funny, it's you know, having the sales background kind of, I'll say kind of helps a little bit. You know, in sales, you're used to people saying no all the time and you, and you develop a thick skin. And ironically, it's, you know, I've come to the conclusion, hey, look, you could say no, but I'm going to share it. Um, I'm going to share it. And it's, that's transformed into um, a project I'll call today's verse. And it started with High Tech Prayer Breakfast. Many, many years ago, I've, uh, I tweet for High Tech Prayer Breakfast and on a whim started to just send out a, a verse daily, tweet out a verse. Um, that's grown, I would hear from people, hey, thanks for this verse, this meant a lot to me. 
and uh, over the years started to expand that project, if you will, created a website, todaysverse.io, uh, have a mailing list uh, to send to people who don't want to get it on Twitter, who don't want to go to a website, and um, it's taking off a, a life of its own. But the, the touching part is how I hear from people that, hey, this verse meant a lot to me. And I would have never expected it, never in a million years. And it just goes to show, you know, there's that other verse, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It's true. It, I hear it. I hear it all the time. And that is the, I'll call it, that is the cohesive bond now with my, my work, my sales, my sales advisory, with my faith that, listen, there is, there is a hope. And I increasingly now talk with people about that. They have questions, and I just hope I have the right answers. Yeah, you know, that may be the only exposure to the Bible that, uh, that these people have. That's right. That, listen, you are, you are not kidding. And that is even, you know, even more touching. You know, the other, I hate to be just quoting verses all day long, but the other one is, uh, you know, our life is a whisper, right? It's short, it's gone. And so if I could just do my part in moving the ball forward, just a, a verse here, a verse there, I have, I had no idea how certain verses affect certain people, nor will I. That's not, you know, my mission is to somehow get that Bible verse out there, that it moves the ball downfield, that they maybe ask a question of someone else, and it gets them to a, uh, a decision. I see your tweets every day, and uh, I try to like them whenever I can, but sometimes I'm driving and I can't. Oh, yeah. So you also mentioned you, you've started a nonprofit organization. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. So it is uh, Capital Princess Ball. And it is, uh, I've been part of a, um, there, there's been a father-daughter dance held for the last few years, focused on um, Gladney Center for Adoption or Adoption. I, they're not doing this uh, dance any longer. And so I talked with the organizers and stepped up and created a nonprofit called Capital Princess Ball. Same thing. It's a father-daughter dance, but our mission is for orphans and orphanages. And I'm thankful I did this, not that I have the time, but um, diving into this and really researching what a problem, what an acute problem, what a crisis, I will say, orphans are in this world that if we could do our little part here in D.C. And, and raise some funds for these organizations. As an example, just a couple stats, staggering. You know that there are 153 million orphans in this world? I had no idea. 153 million. No. Here's another very tragic stat. Today, 5,000 kids are going to die from malnutrition. Every day, 5,000 kids die. And so to, to be able to raise some funds and just do our little part, if I could make that 4,990, I would feel great. Right, and so it is a uh, it's a father daughter dance held first weekend in March, and it's specifically to raise funds for folks that work, you know, orphans and orphanages, and benefit those kids. So, if we have a, a minute to yes. to hear your story about how you got into this, I I think it's a great story about your daughter and how she came into your life. Absolutely. So, um, been married a very long time. Uh, and tried a number of a number of ways. We just my wife and I just couldn't couldn't make it happen. 
and we were notified. We were I was walking into a meeting, and my wife calls me and says, "Hey, listen, um, I just got a call, and I need to know. Uh, they want to know if we want to adopt, and we need to know today." And so I walk into a lunch meeting. Fifteen minutes into it, I walk out of there and say, hey, guys, I just got a call that I think is going to change my life. And we didn't know anything, Carl. We didn't know gender. We didn't know health. We just knew that um, this was a, um, a, a young mom who was accepted to the Naval Academy and um, just didn't know what to do, where to turn. And so we agreed that we would do it. And the miracle is we went through the adoption process in three weeks. That's, if anyone knows anything about adoption, that's a miracle in and of itself. And uh, from that point on, we literally, my wife uh, held her as soon as she was born, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, and, and you're still in touch with the mom, too, Absolutely. which is a, a great story. And she, she got into the Naval Academy, yes. and, and she's, she's doing well. It's all good. Everything it's, turned out it's by beautiful. the grace of God. Well, I miss those father-daughter dances. So we're, we're coming up in the end of the show here, and I just want to tell our listeners to find us on Facebook. We're at Faith at Work Radio on Facebook. So go to www.facebook.com slash Faith at Work Radio. Follow us. Uh, we're also on podcast, on iTunes, and various platforms out there. And uh, if they want to reach out to the Parkwood Group, how can they get a hold of you? Phil. Uh, Phil Z at theparkwoodgroup.com. Thank you. Yes, I gotta have You have been listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant, brought to you by LimeRevive.org. I gotta have faith.